You're listening to the Everyday Astrology Podcast. I'm Hilary Scott, your astrologer, and I'm here to bring you the current planetary conditions. So I hope you're enjoying August. It's uh, definitely been like hot. There's a state of emergency in British Columbia where I am because there's forest fires everywhere. And it's happening all over the world too. It's, it's pretty like bleak and, and kind of apocalyptic out there, which I guess suits what's going on with the rest of the world. So what we have coming up is a new moon in Leo. So it really does give us a chance to tap into what makes our heart feel joyful and what makes, you know, us be able to stand in, in the, the faith and the trust of our own brave hearts. That's a big theme with the Leo energy because it's Leo like the brave lion is, is the ruler of the Leo energy. So it does give us a chance. There's, there's something that I find very kind of warmly authentic about the Leo energy. Like it's very, um, kind of just happy to be itself. That's why it's the performer, right? Just can get up there and, and, and be itself, whether it, you know, maybe it's going to be a performer and being a teacher or actually an actor or a singer, or in some way, something about them is out there in the world for us to enjoy. So it does help us get in touch with that part of us and who we are and what what our special gifts from our inner child's heart we have to share with the world. So that could be something to focus on when the new moon happens. It's coming up on the 8th of August, which is the exact same time that the 8-8 portal Lionsgate is said to open. So this is considered like in esoterically or metaphysically to be a time when there's this sort of peak creativity capable and we can kind of I guess get in touch with the real true essence of what will put us on our highest path on our like you know there's so many life is like astrology does give us guidelines based on our chart of, of the energies that we have to kind of work with, but we still have the total free will to focus and put our intention and our attention on the things that we want to create. And that's very powerful, our attention. And being able to kind of, like, actually, I'm learning that right now. I'm just like, oh, I have to, even just, I've just been with my Scorpio moon kind of like, I guess obsessed, that's a classic Scorpio word, where I just feel like I need to keep finding out more about what's being hidden and what's going on. And the more I look, the more I find. And and it's just like some of it is just so atrocious and just right in our faces and, and, and I and it gets me super upset. Like even just finding the the that there was a Facebook page that had ninety five thousand people. It was a Canadian Facebook page for vaccine injury and death. And 95,000 people were sharing their stories on there. And then Facebook disappeared it. It just disappeared, which was quite sad. I mean, imagine all the people's stories and sharing. But they just started it up again. They just went and started it all over again. And it's up to like 20,000 the last I looked. And some people were wise enough, which we should all be in these times, to screenshot everything and save everything because it disappears too. So that sort of 
like hiding things from us and it's just so atrocious and frustrating and it gets me in a total uproar and I don't even know what I'm supposed to do about it because it just irritates everyone around me that I'm in an uproar. So I've been really trying to pry my eyes away from all of this because you know, there's nothing I can do, I guess. I'm not sure. I mean, would I be so riled up if there wasn't something I could do about it? I don't know. But either way, it's it's making kind of me miserable and the people around me miserable who don't want to pay any attention to it at all. So that's kind of, you know, I realize that putting my attention on all of this kind of helps created in reality or at least it definitely brings us into my world or bring into my world where it wouldn't otherwise really be because you know none of us are partaking in the injection and and nobody in my very close family is affected in that way in any way really I homeschool my kid my I'm self-employed my partner is on his own with his work so we don't have to partake essentially so me focusing on it is just kind of dragging this really dark reality into my not really dark reality so it's like this inner battle I'm going through right now because I don't want to miss anything I'm like what if I miss something important (laughs) and we blow up who knows what's going to happen so I'm learning and maybe you have to learn too that's something that you know the sat we can focus on the dark Saturnian energy or we can focus on creating a new world and starting a world that that is separate from that in whatever way we can do that like me I'm getting impulse to like get into the nature go like far into nature (laughs) just leave (laughs) I don't know where I'm gonna go but I'm gonna go far into nature luckily I do live like at the edge of town like I could walk into the woods and disappear like into the British Columbia outback which is a very soothing feeling knowing that I think probably because I watched Red Dawn when I was a kid and like the Russians invaded this little town and all the kids were out hunting or doing something in the woods and managed to evade it and then they had to live in the woods did you ever see that movie that was a good movie actually anyway that's cemented in there you need to be able to get to the woods (laughs) gosh these are some pretty crazy times we've got going on but with the Leo energy and that's that's what we need to do is use our precious intention and our precious attention and focus on what we want to create, the new world we want to bring into reality. And I'm sure if you look around, you have everything you need to create that new world and add the little magic of, it's not little magic, it's big magic, the magic of Leo's heart energy into this new world creation that you're working on is a much better way to spend your time and energy because I mean, it is riveting what's happening on the world stage, but at the same time, there's all like basically nothing that we can do. I mean, sure, we could go to protests and we could do what we need to do to try and stop it in our own lives or in the lives of our loved ones. But beyond that, it's it's pretty bleak. So, but you're not bleak and your life isn't bleak and you have a big creative heart so you can go on to create a most wonderful new world which is what is actually trying to happen right now even though it's just so crazy we do on friday the 6th this is just leading up to the new moon we have a square between the sun and uranus that is big energy that that is like the kind of energy i'm talking about is like the new and and the people we the people is is Uranian energy and the sun right now is in Leo 
which is more kind of self-centered. It doesn't really want to think about the people. So there could be with the sun squaring Uranus, there could be like a, a kind of a, maybe like a, a fight between the individual and the people. I mean, this could manifest in so many ways, right? Like who you are doesn't fit in with the family, for instance, or who you are doesn't seem to fit into a group you belong to, or, you know, there's, there's a million ways. It could be that because you're not, you didn't get the injection, then your family doesn't want you around. And so you've been, that's the kind of energy this is. So then you've been sort of isolated, which is happening a lot, which is definitely by design. So keep that in mind when, when you feel, I guess, the, the urge to go along to get along. This is sort of high stakes stuff. So you really do want to stand in your sovereignty. And the more you do that and know what's right and true for you, then others can tap into that strong energy. We're kind of all doing it, even though we may feel isolated, we're all doing it together. We're working on it together. So that always comforts me when I feel like a, you know, that I've, I've been shut out or, or somehow rejected. And again, like they're doing it on a societal level. There, there's like shaming and all kinds of stuff going on for people who don't want to do it, even mandating. But all over the world is fighting against it. Like France is, is in a big uproar right now with like major protests, like hundreds of thousands of people fighting to say, no, we don't want these passports and we're not going to take your experimental injections and we don't want this mandated for children in school. And there's some crazy stuff going on in the world beyond what we see on the television news, which is, you know, interesting. So you might feel that anywhere in your life too, because we're under kind of the, the, the energy of Uranus and the sun squaring each other. We all are on this planetary grid. We've got to kind of process it however we can process it it's also that same on the sixth there's a like an opposition between moon and pluto which can pull like our emotional selves it can give us this like kind of fear maybe would i think this would be because pluto is in capricorn and the moon is in cancer but like maybe a security fear like how will i survive what will i do how do i how do i like how do i make this work like, especially because oftentimes, if you are feeling in any way rejected from, like, a group or your family, that's actually, you know, in our limbic system related to our survival. Like, in the olden days, if you got kicked out of the group or the family, you were going to die. Like, that was it. So it could be that stuff sort of triggered subconsciously, like you might feel anxious or fearful or, you know, that, that kind of energy that makes you go, what is this? And why do I feel this way? That the, That's the best way to deal with it. How do I take this negative energy and transform it into the positive version? Because we are living in polarity. So having an, an awareness that you can sh like flip the script and move it into positive will be really helpful. There's also that same day a trine between Neptune, which is that gives it some like spiritual awareness. There's sort of a lucky spiritual understanding of what you're dealing with and how to deal with it and how to tap into the connection that we all have in the spirit realm and through our hearts and and kind of like for the higher good there's that's a lovely energy that we can all tap into on the Saturday, the moon will move into Leo, which is what the new moon is in on Sunday. And there is an opposition between the moon and Saturn. So it could bring on kind of like, well, like sad feelings or burdened feelings. It is in Aquarius, so being sad isn't isn't as 
you know, a parent as if it was like Saturn in Cancer or Scorpio or Pisces or one of the more kind of feeling signs. Aquarius is a very mental energy. So having it in the, the square between or the opposition with the moon and Saturn in a very mental energy could make you, you know, maybe you feel overwhelmed in your mind or you've got too much electrical energy going through your body. For, you know, when sometimes you can hear like a, a like a frequency in your ear and you can all of a sudden it catches you and you're like hmm what's that I've heard that that's like entity attachment happening that I thought that was interesting so whenever I would hear that I'd be like be gone like get away from me you're not welcome but recently in the past few months I started to become like aware of hearing frequency and then it kind of got louder and I'm like there's like I'm hearing some kind of frequency that I never heard before and it's like you know, weird, obviously, and kind of worrisome. And then I started researching to see if, you know, I could be re reacting to the Wi-Fi like those electrically sensitive people, which would really suck. But I've figured out in the past two weeks that that's probably what's going on. And I also got a new computer and I turned it on and realized that there's like two different 5G antennas or modems right near me. One is like right next door in the person's house and the other one is behind me in their house and that there's a 5G tower that they just put in. So I realized that I'm actually, and I, I Googled it and you can actually hear 5G. You can hear it and I've been hearing it. And now it's made me super sensitive to all sound of electricity. Like I can hear the neighbors. I'm super aware when the neighbor's air conditioning goes off or the, the street light comes on or I can hear the lamp plugged into the... It's like I've got this super hearing all of a sudden. It's no funsies, let me tell you. And I realize this is actually symptoms of having too much electromagnetic energy around you. And now with them flipping on the 5G... I am even more sensitive. So now I've, I'm researching all the things you need to do to protect yourself, which I kind of was already aware of. I have Oregon around me and, you know, the things that are supposed to help with that. But this is like next level. Now I feel like I need a hat and I need like a smock to wear around and probably some kind of gloves when I'm using my phone. And I've got it. I turn the, the Wi-Fi off when I go to bed at night now and make sure there's no electrical plugs around me. Like it's becomes like trying to get rid of the awareness of this electricity is a lot. And I realize I actually, my Chiron return is happening in the 11th house. And that's the Uranus is the ruler, rules electricity and technology and frequencies. So I'm not surprised I've become ultra sensitive to it. It's also helpful for me to telling me to like get into the woods, get away. So Hopefully you're not dealing with anything like that. If you let me know if you had any sort of awarenesses like this, because and also another thing when I hold my cell phone, I'll start my hand will start to heat up in like this very uncomfortable way, like where I'm aware, like, wow, I should put this down. Like it, it feels it's like heating from the inside. And all of this is actually microwaves, right? So we're literally being like blanketed in this really negative energy right now. So that's dis disheartening. <laughs> to top it all off, all of this is going on. And then there's this. Then there's 5G on top of it, which was, you know, maybe this is all a convenient, there's some that say a convenient ruse so that they could roll out the 5G and nobody was looking. The, the sad part about it is I got this app to help me identify the pa the, the towers in the area. And the, the one tower is right at an elementary school. So all these little kiddos are going to have to be like beamed by 5G all day which is 
you know, again, upsetting. But I don't want to focus on the negative. I just want, you know, if you have any stories or if you've had 5G come on around where you are and you've become sensitive to it, I would love to hear it because it's nice to know that other people out there are that sensitive. And I am sensitive, so I guess it's not surprising that I would be aware of this too. So coming up, we do have the new moon on the, on the lion's gate. Tap into your heart. There is a square to Uranus that day. So there might be, again, Uranus is pretty active, like trying to free us ultimately. It, it, it wants us to be able to tap into technology in a way that frees us. So, and we could do that. There, apparently Russia and Iran use different frequencies. Apparently 2.4 gigahertz is very dangerous for us, but you could it, they could have tuned the things that we use to a different frequency that wasn't so dangerous and they and they knew that. I didn't know all this stuff. I I participated in a 7-day webinar that opened my mind to some crazy things. More crazy things. Yay! So if you are tapping into the kind of the electrical frequency of everything, it is that kind of time right now. So I don't know, do what you need to do to protect yourself. Eat super healthy, get rid of the heavy metals in your body, eat cilantro. There's like, you know, look up heavy metal detoxing online, probably on DuckDuckGo so that Google doesn't censor it. Because Google does censor anything about 5G being bad. I, I looked on there, I'm like, oh, what a waste of time. I might as well just go somewhere else. Whereas in DuckDuckGo, at least you can find much more truth about what's, what's a happening. So the new moon... The new moon is the big show this week in Leo. So do use it to tap into your full potential, to tap into your brave heart. Because sometimes when stuff is going down, you need to be brave. And the braver you are, the better. And the braver you are, you know, the less anxiety and the more you can help others too. Because it's a pretty crazy time. And being available to assist others once you've processed what's going down, it, can, it I think is really invaluable. So after the new moon, we've got a pretty good, there's some pretty good aspects happening. We've got the moon conjunct Mercury on the 9th, and we have Venus opposite Neptune, which I think could be, and, and the moon is conjunct Mars. That's a lot of power, like creative power, like very... Um, and the moon goes into Virgo that day. So like it would be really good for you to write out your list. We've got like 72 hours from the new moon to really kind of ride the wave of the creative energy of the, the starting something new, planting new seeds. So write down what you want to create. Make it very clear. Use all your details because you, you know, like I used to put down on my list and there was many lists for my ideal house that had this written on it. And I wanted heated floors because we live in a damp kind of climate. And I thought if the floors were heated, it would be much more tolerable in the winter because it's not overly cold. It's just damp. So when we finally were leaving our old house and finding a new house, we found a house with heated floors. And it was the only house that we saw that had heated floors. It was not a common, you know, oh yeah, heated floors, everyone has it. It wasn't a common thing to have. So just the fact that I wrote down this little detail and it manifested when the time was right. I mean, it took a lot of years, that one really. But now we have heated floors and it makes a huge difference. It's so much drier and I, the, the wetness doesn't affect me like it used to. So make sure you're clear about what you wanna create. Be very specific. And, and, you know, 
Ask your loved ones, what did they want to create? Ask your children, ask your partner, ask your friends. It, it helps when we ask people what they want to create. It takes them from the negative and focuses them on the, the potential and the hope and the wonderful things that can come of life. And they can. Like, regardless of all this going on, life is still pretty wonderful and there's some amazing experiences to be had. And usually surrounding yourself in nature makes all of that even so much more wonderful. That, like, you know, just that alone is so satisfying. I planted some sunflowers, and they're, like, how tall are they now? I guess they're probably up nine feet tall, and they haven't even got their heads yet, so they're, they're still growing. And I just get, like, immense joy out of these sunflowers. And they're little, or I guess their whole body, where the head is going to be, they, like, follow the sun from when it rises all the way to when it sets. And I just, I don't know, I find that so like magical and hopeful and I feel like that about the sun too I feel like it charges me up and keeps me healthy and anywho that's just like nature right one little thing that that I planted a couple seeds and nature seeds that are yummy to eat too by the way because sunflower seeds are, are awesome and good for us a flower grows us food isn't that nuts there's so much magic in the world <clears throat> how could we not even like be in awe constantly because of the magic in this world, the creative potential. A seed that we can eat can also grow into an amazing flower that can make more seeds. It's pretty amazing. So the whole week we've got a Jupiter opposite Mercury energy that we're going to be under. So your mind is going to be fast. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was some major disclosures going on, things that we hear about in the media that maybe, you know, the light will prevail and truths will be exposed because they're out there. The truth's out there, but it's all being very carefully hidden and people that are trying to share it are being destroyed. In, in fact, the do- one of the doctors, I think I might have talked about this in my last podcast, Dr. Charles Hoff, he was a doctor for, uh, for 28 years in this little British Columbian town, not far from me actually, and it the, in this town he noticed when he used the injection on people that people were becoming very sick with neurological problems some were dying like he's been the guy the doctor the go-to guy in this little town for 28 years right so he's going to really notice it's a very personal relationship you have in little towns like that so anyway he whistleblowed and said that people are becoming sick and the British Columbia government threatened him and told him that he better shut up that he's sharing disinformation and creating um injection hesitancy and so he got pissed about that because they're basically trying to muzzle him and so he spoke out he went on some shows and spoke out and they did take away his ability to practice at the emergency department and so all he had left was his clinic and then then there was this amazing shocking wildfire that went right through the town and burned down his clinic and I it was there was I've heard that it had a lot of similarities to the the fires that were in that little town of paradise in California last year, just the pattern, how it happened. So anyway, that's the sort of like interesting, interesting. (laughs) That's the sort of truth that's being hidden. This guy, you know, he was trying to share and he still is. He's a strong person. And I guess a lot of the people that are sharing are strong. So let's just surround them in light and keep them strong and brave because these are the people that are going to make the difference and finally reach people about what's what's happening 
for real while all this goes down. Again, the truth is there's on the 10th, the opposition to Mercury from Jupiter. That's like a fight for the truth. Jupiter wants to expand and inform and learn and it's higher learning and truth and, and all the higher energies in an opposition to Mercury, which is the mind and thinking and communication. So I suspect something good will come out of this. Um, the 11th, Mercury will go into Mercury or Mercury will go into Virgo and it's that's where it belongs. It's its home there. So that's nice. That's a very like you're going to feel sharp in the mind. If you've been fuzzy headed, now you're going to be like very clear about what you got to do. That's I like that energy. It feels so nice. I have a lot of Neptune affecting me. So go through periods of like overwhelm and confusion and no funsies at all. But when Virgo is active and Mercury is is like in Virgo, there's a super clarity, which is really you know, write all your lists, make all your plans, get super clear so that when you are in your fuzzy moments, you can look at your list. This is advice to you, Hillary. Yes, I hear. <laughs> write down more lists. Okay, I will. So you too, because they're good. Lists are good. Most people know that. But the Neptunian part of me sometimes resists that that level of rigidity, likes everything to be free. That same day, we do have an opposition between the moon and Neptune, so there could be, like, again, like maybe you need to kind of lie in the sun while you write your list or, you know, take a walk with your feet in the water and then sit at a bench and write your list. Kind of combine the energy of Neptune and allowing Neptune to be its free-flowing self that taps you into everything and also, you know, being clear. But Mercury will be in Virgo for a while, so you've got some time to use this energy. We also have coming up on the weekend. So you got a few days of that. Then coming up on the weekend, we do have the 14th. There is going to be an opposition between the moon and Uranus and a square between the moon and Saturn. So it could be a challenging day, but it could also be a day where you get lots done, where finally you're like, I got to do this. What am I been procrastinating for? I got to get it done. There could be that kind of going on, but, you know, also... Uranus is unpredictable. So who knows? Who knows how that's going to go? We're all kind of like under the square, the influence of the square of Uranus and Saturn, basically until October 2022. So we got to get used to this energy of the new and the old kind of coming up against each other. We're all going to feel it in our lives somewhere, right? Being here on the earth plane like we are. So then the weekend, let's just see here. Kind of the next big aspects Though the weekend is busy, the Sunday is busy with lots of aspects, the next kind of major influence that you'll feel is the sun trining the moon and the moon sextiling Jupiter on the 17th. And it's a Sagittarius moon, so it's right at the galactic center. This, I have been like keeping notes. Well, I guess I I kind of decided that because I do have Mercury at the galactic center. And they say this is where kind of like information travels through. It's in Sagittarius at, at, at a certain degree. And so I've been sitting down and making a note when the moon is at the galactic center. And kind of like, I guess, using it sort of to channel my own higher self or like wisdom that, that I need to hear. Like just a kind of diary. And I thought that maybe I'll, I'd eventually share it if, if things went well. And what I found is when I do sit down at the galactic center and and start talking to my higher self, I write it out like a conversation, I get like amazing information come through, like really profound to my own personal 
you know, like hangups in life and things that have been going on. So with on the 17th, that is when the moon will be passing through the galactic center. So do take the time to tap into that. Sit down, write, draw, communicate, maybe vlog or whatever, however you can express what's inside, outside, and whatever way you can connect with your own higher self because that is is full of a wealth of information that can totally help you realize your full potential i mean you're here for a reason right i'm here for a reason we all came at this time for a reason and we all have our sensitivities and our you know empathies and the things we're aware of because we were meant to to like hold a certain vibration so it's good to seek your own guidance what is it that you need to do what is it that you need to create what is it what vibration do you need to hold? How do you hold that vibration? What's getting in the way of you holding that vibration? And how can you eliminate that from your life so that you can stay in a, a vibration of like love and joy and peace and happiness and focusing on the lovely things? For me, I really do. I got to pry my eyes away from like all the craziness. And I guess my new electric sensitivity is going to help me with that because I don't want to spend any time in front of my phone or the computer because now I'm feeling the, you know, the microwaves off it. Dandy. But also probably lucky. So figure out what it is that you need to do to tap into your higher self and what do you need to eat? What do you need to drink? I got like the impulse that I needed more silica in my diet. And it makes such a difference. Like... I made the tincture out of the horsetail in my own yard and I used the apple cider vinegar and within three days of having a teaspoon a day, my you can see my nails get all shiny and I'm just sort of noticing it there. I imagine it's working. My eyes get clearer, which is awesome. So figure out what you need because you know what you need. I think that's one thing that we all get sucked into is like fad diets and stuff. And what I realized is your own higher self, your own inner wisdom, your own body actually knows what it needs very specifically. And if you tune into that, you'll know too because that's, you know, we're connected like that. On the 18th, we have a conjunction. That's when the energies are fused together between Mercury and Mars. The conjunction... Like it really is a fusion. So, and it's in Capricorn. So there might be a lot to talk about. Maybe get your business ideas straight. You might, you know, make, set up a meeting that, that you need to be brave about could happen on that day. Even just getting a lot of work done. A lot of what you know you need to get done could get done on that day. Especially if it has to do with communications. So write it out, speak it out, do what you need to do. There is trines also later in the day between Mars and the moon and Mercury and the moon. So that is good too for kind of communicating with your heart, with feeling. It's very helpful to come from an authentic emotional place, right? Instead of just an intellectual place. On the 19th, Uranus will go retrograde. Often around retrogrades, the very time when they turn around, it's at 9.40 p.m. on the 19th, and that would be Eastern time. Um, there's something big that happens, some sort of world event with Uranus. It could be quite shocking. The tsunami happened in 2011 in Japan when that happened. Also, Uranian energy is activated. So the 19th could be quite a pivotal day. There's also an opposition between Jupiter and the sun that day. And a conjunction between the moon and Pluto. So it could be big. That could be a really big day. A big, dramatic, deep, exposing kind of day where truth is revealed or something happens to kind of shake things loose. So, you know, 
tread lightly, keep your feet on the ground. It is a Capricorn moon. Capricorns like their feet on the ground. They like to do things that have them, you know, always in a feeling state of control. So it shouldn't be, that should help mitigate, I think, this sort of erratic energy that can come from the Uranus energy that we're going to be, or the the Jupiter opposition to the sun energy that we'll be feeling. Also on the 20th, we've got this, our Mercury is trining Uranus and the moon is trying, that's a good day. And the moon will be trining Venus. So it can help you feel loved and it can help you feel understood. Mercury, your weird thoughts and ideas and things that don't fit in with other people, let your freak flag fly so that you can find your friends. You can find your real people. It's scary to expose yourself, but once you do, then you're going to find people that jive with you. And if they don't jive with you, then, you know, hopefully they'll just effortlessly fall away. You don't even notice. Doesn't hurt at all. Um, the moon is conjunct later that day, um, Saturn, which can give you, and this is the 20th, it can kind of make you feel like luck. If you're lucky, it'll make you feel real focused and want and want to get things done, get things organized, get rid of stuff you don't need. But if not, then you might feel sad, you might feel lonely, maybe burdened, maybe some grief that was suppressed will come up. Saturn rules kind of, you know, the, the passing of time and aging and death and things that are sad, things that, you know, are burdensome and melancholy. So you might have a little, a little feel for that stuff going into the weekend if you have any questions feel free to contact me all the information is in the show notes and i really appreciate you being here and listening and i hope that you have gained some helpful information from this and yeah many blessings for the most heart-centered loving leo full moon you can manifest